ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome everyone to Talking Smack! Well, welcome everybody, how's everybody doing tonight? What a smackdown we just seen here tonight, guys. That was truly an incredible show. We got lots to talk about, we're going to get all to it. I'm the Boss King. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the one and only Mr. Hill, Billy Bob Joe. Well, it's about damn time you gave me a freaking proper introduction, you yellow bastard, you. Well, it's great to have you back, Mr. Bob. What did you think of SmackDown here tonight? What did I think of SmackDown? Let's see. SmackDown was truly great. I loved it. A lot of good stuff happened here tonight. Other than the main event, was unhappy with the outcome of the main event here tonight. Loved it. Samoa Joe absolutely looked absolutely fabulous here tonight. I absolutely loved what Cesaro and Sheamus uh, did, but at absolutely the same time made me mad because Team Bestie is going to win this Sunday, and I'm going to talk all about that. All right, let's get into it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, had a opening uh, contest uh, here tonight with uh, Mandy Rhodes in action. She defeated Naomi in uh, 5 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, Mr. Bob Joe, what did you think of this contest? I was very impressed with Mandy Rhodes in action here tonight. She's looking hot as a pistol, oh my God. And it is finally just, you know, dawned on me that, you know, Mandy Rhodes would be a much better fit for Jimmy Uzo than freaking Naomi ever could be. I mean, come on. I mean, look how hot Mandy Rose is, and compared to Naomi, how ugly she looks, in my opinion. But, you know what? What Naomi did here tonight, she crossed the line when she absolutely attacked Mandy Rose before this match got started. And she absolutely slammed Mandy Rhodes' beautiful face right up across that edge of that damn ring right there. Could have literally broke the face of Mandy Rhodes. And, you know, Mandy Rhodes makes a damn career out of that face. Can you imagine if Mandy Rhodes' face is broken? Her career is over, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all realize that? Her whole damn face is the reason why she is on freaking SmackDown. Well, I, I, and all I can say is Mandy Rhodes went too far of what she did, attacking, uh, not coming on to Jimmy Uso, and then, you know, in the hotel room, and all these uh, love letter notes, she's went too far, and Naomi had enough of it, Mr. Bob, and she shut her up. And I think Naomi had every right to come after Mandy Rhodes and to finally shut her up. And I think she, as, uh, she did not win here tonight, but... I can assure you, this feud between these two women is definitely not over. It's definitely going to continue, and I cannot wait to see what is going to be happening. Also, uh, here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've seen Cesaro. Uh, he defeated The Miz in six minutes here, exactly six six minutes. And then uh, we also seen Cesaro and Sheamus attack The Miz and Shane McMahon after the match. And absolutely uh, destroyed them on the announce table with uh, Vince McMahon looking on on the monitor in the back. Uh, Mr. Bob Joe, what did you make of this match here? Uh, well, I'll tell you right now, I was very upset because the freaking Cesaro and Sheamus taking cheap shots at The Miz and Shane McMahon. And I assure you that Team Best is the best in the world is going to win this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. 
You know why they're going to win? It's because they're the greatest of all time in the ring. We have never seen two greatest competitors ever team up together as a tag team. This is like the all-star cast, ladies and gentlemen. This is as good as it gets. you got two of the best athletes that ever lace up their boots in that damn ring for your entertainment. And you couldn't ask for a better tag team, a better dream tag team, than The Miz and Shane McMahon. Now, I will, I will, I will admit that what Cesaro and Sheamus did was something that probably needed to be done in that damn feud to elevate the damn match, to raise the bar in the next match, and to set up something even bigger, a bigger stage this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. But Rich assure you that the Miz and Shane McMahon have a plan. And their plan, I'm not exactly sure what that plan is. Only they know what their plan is. But Rich assure you, they have a plan going into Sunday, and I assure you, it's going to work. And what their plans could possibly be going into Sunday is I say that Shane McMahon is going to go coast to coast on either Cesaro or Sheamus, and that's how they're going to get the tag team championships away from, from the bar going into the Sunday. That's what I see happening. But I can definitely tell you that the Miz is, and uh, Shane McMahon is uh, very injured and banging up going into Sunday. So it's going to be a very gutsy victory if they are able to pull it out, boss. Alright, well I think it's going to be a great match, but uh, you know what? I Because I'm a fan of Shane McMahon, I am going with uh, The Miz and Shane McMahon to win this Sunday, but uh, I'm not a fan of The Miz. And you know, I don't know if this is their WWE's weird way of trying to get the Miz to have more fans because he's teaming up with Shane McMahon. But I, I can't believe going into Sunday I'm going to be supporting basically the Miz because Shane McMahon's going to be in a match. I can't believe I'm saying that right now. But you know what? I, uh, I've i always supported Shane McMahon, so I'm going to support him going into Sunday. But I think it's going to be a really, really fantastic match. It's going to be awesome. I think they're, they're really going to tear the house down with that match. And uh, like you said, Mr. Bob Joe, uh, anything can happen in this match, and uh, I definitely can see Shane McMahon doing coast-to-coast in that damn corner, and that's definitely a possibility going into this Sunday. Another match that uh, we've seen here tonight, Samoa Joe in action against Mustafa Lee in uh, 8 minutes and 1 second. Samoa Joe defeated Mustafa Lee, and that was a fantastic match here. Uh, but uh, what happened after the match? Well, uh, we had some extra activity uh, in the next match. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. All right, Mr. Show, what did you think of uh, this match here? Well, I thought it was absolutely a fantastic match, and finally Samoa Joe finally shut up Mustafa Lee. And I don't know who Mustafa Lee thinks he is. He thinks he can just show up on SmackDown and think that he can just be the face of the damn company or something. He thinks he's going to be the next WWE champion. He thinks he's going to be the next breakout star. He thinks he's going to be the next big thing here in SmackDown. Well, he's got a rude awakening. He's in the world, the SmackDown world, of where Samoa Joe is, where Randy Orton is, where Daniel Bryan, where AJ Styles is. He has no idea what he's got himself into. And at the end of the day, Mustafa Lee is never going to be WWE Champion. I just hate to burst your damn bubble, but that's not going to happen. What is going to happen is we're going to see Samoa Joe become WWE Champion again. He's done it once, and he'll do it again, and it's time for Samoa Joe to get back at that top of the mountain. And I say 2019, 
could possibly be the year of Samoa Joe. But I have to admit that I've been very impressed with Mustafa Lee here on SmackDown. He pulled out some good stops here in the damn match, but it's not good enough. Freaking Samoa Joe locked in his Cobra League submission, and he made Mustafa Lee tap out. And you can just see the fear in the eyes of Mustafa Lee. He is afraid of Samoa Joe. And who can blame him? Anybody who gets in a ring with Samoa Joe would be intimidated or afraid. Of, just, just look at the size of Samoa Joe. Look at the eyes of Samoa Joe. And when he locks them eyes in on you, you know that them eyes are meant to kill you. And I can tell you right now, Mustafa Lee has no idea what he's got himself in for. One thing I can tell you is I definitely can tell you that this feud between these two guys here is definitely not over. And when the next time they lock up, I think it's going to be a much different outcome here with Mustafa Lee winning against Samoa Joe. But it, this, this is, uh, in my opinion, terrible booking because, uh, like you always say, Mr. Rob Joe, they're, they're putting this guy, they're putting Mustafa Lee where he goes to fail. They need to be building this character up here on SmackDown. Instead of letting him lose, they should be letting him win. They need to be, uh, you know, doing what they did when he was in 205 Live. And before he came here to the show on SmackDown, he was winning on 205 Live. And, uh, you know, he was close to becoming Cruiserweight Champion. And I'm, in my opinion, they should have left him in 205 Live so he could have become Cruiserweight Champion. I thought we were getting very close to Mustafa Lee becoming Cruiserweight Champion in 205 Live. And then here all of a sudden now they put him here on SmackDown. So they, uh, in my opinion, they robbed that opportunity for Mustafa Lee for becoming Cruiserweight Champion. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, our main event here tonight, uh, we've seen uh, Rey Mysterio, and uh, he defeated Agrati Sanamis in a two out of three falls match in 22 minutes and 14 seconds. A fantastic match here, but uh, in the end, uh, Ray Mysterio able to pick up the victory. Then after the match, we see Samoa Joe come out and attack Ray Mysterio and Agrati Sanamis, and then Samoa Joe picks up the mic, runs his mouth off, and next thing we know, an RKO out of nowhere as the Viper Randy Orton strikes again with a RKO. Can you believe that, Mr. Bob? What a main event we've seen here tonight. What is your thoughts on this main event? Well, first of all, I want to say that Randy Orton, what he did here tonight, was totally out of line. Samoa Joe was out there trying to say something. You don't just come out there and freaking cut somebody off. That's what Randy Orton's made a career out of it, though. That's why it makes Randy Orton one of the most dangerous superstars in that men's world rumble. And Randy Orton could definitely have, a, a definitely could win the men's world rumble. He's done it before, and he could do it again. But getting back to this match here, it was a fantastic match. I've been very impressed with Agrati Sinamis, and unfortunately, things did not go according to plan for Agrati Sinamis here tonight. In my opinion, Agrati Sinamis won this damn match, not Ray Mysterio. And I don't know who the hell would allow someone like that looks like a little freaking chihuahua win the damn match. Ray Mysterio is not going anywhere here on SmackDown. Do y'all realize that? He's not gonna be WWE champion. He's not he's not gonna be United States champion. He is not gonna hold any damn gold around his waist. You know why? Because he's an old funny daddy fort, like I said, and he shoots out 
gas out of his damn ass and it shoots out like baby powder out of a freaking woman that freaking giving breastfeed or something. And that just goes to show you that Ray Mysterio does not have what it takes to be a champion. And that's exactly the reason why Samoa Joe come out there and probably took care of Ray Mysterio because he, he has unfinished business with Ray Mysterio. He wants to end the career of Ray Mysterio. And who could blame him? If I was Samoa Joe, I'd be the same way. I would want to go out there and I want to end his damn career as well. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing all these old bastards, old funny daddy forks hanging around here. It is time to clean house. It's time to get rid of these little freaking damn little chihuahuas out here. And I freaking, if the first of that Rio was around in WWE, he would absolutely agree with me. It is time to get rid of that little freaking damn noisy little freaking little ankle biter chihuahua. All right. Anyway, I thought it was a fantastic match. I want to say congratulations to Ray Mysterio on the win. But I know Ray Mysterio did not have much time to celebrate as Samoa Joe come out here and attacked him. And then that RKO out of nowhere by the Viper Randy Orton letting everybody know that he is definitely going to uh, win the Men's Royal Rumble uh, going into Sunday. Uh, also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here on this program, uh, we've seen some other stuff uh, happen here, uh, which was a, a very interesting night. Uh, we've seen, ladies and gentlemen, the chairman of war, Vince McMahon, in the ring with AJ Styles. And, well, Daniel Bryan was supposed to get in the ring, supposed to be a face-to-face altercation. The Miz, uh, excuse me, the Daniel Bryan never got into the ring. However, Daniel Bryan was out on the outside of the ring. And uh, Daniel Bryan basically said he was embarrassed of AJ Styles or, uh, because they were making fun, uh, eating animals, and they sh- and Daniel Bryan wants everybody to be vegans like him. So what happened next, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, Mr. McMahon demands Daniel Bryan to get in- into the ring. Daniel Bryan never does get it in the ring, uh, he- and uh, he also ran down Mr. McMahon and. Uh, Mr. McMahon told him to get in the ring one more time. And uh, next thing you know, AJ Styles says, wait a minute, Mr. McMahon. They said, all right, if you don't want to come to the ring, I'm going to go. We're going to have a face-to-face on the outside of the ring. So that's what happens. AJ Styles goes on the outside of the ring, hunts down Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan then uh, ends up running back into the ring. And then Daniel Bryan hides behind Mr. McMahon as a human shield. And AJ Styles was getting ready to do a phenomenal forearm off the top of the rope. And he had to stop because he would have hit Mr. McMahon. And then Daniel Bryan come out there and lays out A.J. Styles, takes a cheap shot, and that is pretty much what just happened there. Mr. Bob Joe, what is your reaction to all that? Well, first of all, A.J. Styles was using the word fecal. That is Daniel Bryan's word. That is not A.J. Styles' word. He was trying to use that against him, and that is absolutely where A.J. Styles is going to pay for it going into Sunday. Now, let me tell you why Daniel Bryan did not get in that damn ring. It's not because he's a damn coward. I know that's what all of y'all are saying. He's a damn coward. He's not a damn coward. He could have got in that ring and faced A.J. Styles in that damn ring. Let me tell you why. It's because... A.J. Styles, absolutely a disgusting, disgraced human being who goes around eating freaking hot dogs and encourages everybody to eat hot dogs. And Taylor Bryan wants everybody to eat more healthier life, to become vegans. He wants you to put down the damn freaking damn hot dog, stop stuffing your fat ass, and start eating a more healthier diet. 
And that's exactly what Daniel Bryan said. He was embarrassed to be in the same ring with someone who is around eating animals. After disgusting, it actually makes him sick to his damn stomach. It actually must have made Daniel Bryan's stomach just turn into a you know, I can understand exactly how Daniel Bryan must feel. And Daniel Bryan, ladies and gentlemen, going into this Sunday, is still going to be your WWE champion. And there ain't no, there ain't no F engines or but about it. Daniel Bryan is still going to be your damn champion. All right, well, we'll just have to wait and see what's going to happen. And it's definitely going to get interesting to going into this Sunday. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that match. But I would love to see AJ Styles become WWE champion again. Uh, he's had a phenomenal, had a phenomenal run, one of the longest runs of WWE champion that we've seen in the modern day history. And 371 days, I think, a matter of fact, him as champion as a uh, a long time to be champion. Uh, excuse me, I think it was 171 days. But anyway, it was a long time to be champion, and uh, I would love to see him become champion again. All right. Uh, up next, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give our final thoughts and how will we rate SmackDown. And uh, we're going to have a special guest with Paul Heyman coming on here in a few minutes. Uh, Mr. Bob Joe, your final thoughts here tonight and how would you rate SmackDown? Well, I, I tell you right now, how would I rate SmackDown? SmackDown was absolutely great. Uh, it was absolutely, I think, a seven and a half year for, for me tonight. My final thoughts here tonight is everybody, you better get ready for this Sunday for the Royal Rumble. Because what is going to be happening this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, is you're going to see in the Men's Royal Rumble, you're going to see Drew McIntyre win the Men's Royal Rumble. And for the Women's Royal Rumble, you're going to see the goddess Alexa Bliss. I mean, Alexa Bliss, my God. I don't know why I keep saying Bliss, my God. I'm sorry. I just can't get my mind off her damn Bliss, my God. My God, you're going to see Alexa Bliss, my God. She's going to win the Women's Royal Rumble, and then she's going to go on to WrestleMania. And she's going to win there and become women champion again. That's exactly what's going to happen. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be bringing you NXT's TakeOver Phoenix live this Saturday night and the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Uh, look up the, on the Big O Amp. That's B-I-G-O-M. Look up Boss King 77. And on Twitch, look up Boss King 77 25 on there. You do not want to miss it. It's going to be an incredible two nights in a row we're going to have for you. Ladies and gentlemen, and our concert is going to get underway at 4 3 Central this Saturday. We're going to have a concert for it for NXT Table Phoenix. And we're going to have a special four hour concert for the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be happening at 1 Eastern, 12 noon Central. Four hour concert with a laser light show and a fireworks show. It is going to be spectacular. We're going to have all the major artists here performing. We're going to have Aerosmith, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and so much more are going to be all performing. Uh, Post Malone is also going to be performing as our special guest on our uh, Super Rumble concert. It's going to be an incredible show for you guys. So, hope you all tune in for that. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. My final thoughts here tonight is uh, I would say SmackDown definitely brought their A game here tonight, really represented again. Uh, it was a fantastic main event here tonight. Uh, I was unhappy with what happened here at the end of the night, though, with Samoa Joe coming out there and attacking Rey Mysterio. Um, I was very happy that Randy Orton came out and delivered a RKO on uh, 
Samoa Joe there to close out tonight, and that was a perfect way to close out tonight with an RKO. <laughs> that is a perfect way to close it out. And I definitely can say that Randy Orton definitely could do it at this Sunday going in and win the men's Royal Rumble. It's definitely a possibility. So uh, with that being said, I will give SmackDown a 7 here tonight. I thought it was a great show. Um, I'm really looking forward to this Sunday, the Royal Rumble. I'm really looking forward to NXT TakeOver Phoenix. My prediction for the women's Royal Rumble... I'm predicting that Charlotte is going to be the women's uh, winning the women's Royal Rumble, and for the men, I am predicting, ladies and gentlemen, that Seth freaking Rollins is going to win the men's Royal Rumble. That is my prediction. It's going in. I cannot wait for this weekend, Mister Bob. It's going to be a slobber knocker. I can tell you right now, it's going to be absolutely. You cannot afford to miss this, ladies and gentlemen. You can miss out on that damn freaking damn concert. Nobody gets rat chats about that. But what you need to be tuning in. For is this Sunday and this Saturday, by God, it's going to be freaking awesome. You know why it's going to be awesome? Because I'm going to be there. And because Team Bestie, the Miz, and Shane McMahon's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking looking forward to all of it, actually. Uh, the two women's matches as well for the uh, Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship online. Them matchups alone are just going to be, I mean, they've been building up and fueling here, Mr. Bob. We've seen a little bit of it here tonight. We didn't talk much about it here tonight, but uh, let's talk about the brawl that happened here tonight between Asuka and Becky Lynch. How personal is the game between them two? It has actually gotten very personal between them two. They're literally going to rip each other's heads off this this, uh, Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I tell you what, Becky Lynch is the man. And Becky Lynch, the man, is going to defeat Asuka, and, and she's going to become women champion again. We already know that's going to happen. Anybody here who doesn't think Becky Lynch is not going to do it is absolutely a delusional bastard. Now, I'm really looking forward to that matchup because I really believe that Becky Lynch is going to lock in her disarmor, and she's going to make Asuka tap out. Well, I mean, I, I really, really think, this stop and think about this, well, you know, Asuka's very good with submissions here. With the Asuka lock, Becky Lynch is very good with her submission with this armor. It's going to be basically two of the best submissionist specialists going at it this Sunday. And then let's talk about Charlotte Flair taking on Sasha Banks, which, uh, I mean, excuse me, Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks going at it this Sunday. Sunday. How awesome is that match going to be? That is going to be a fantastic match, and I really believe, I said it on Monday Night Raw, and I believe, I'm going to say it again, that Sasha Banks is going to win, going into this Sunday. I believe it is her time. She's going to lock in the bank statement. She's going to make Ronda Rousey tap out, and that's all I got to say about that. Well, we know that Ronda Rousey has been very good at doing her uh, armbar submission, and uh, I don't think anyone does it any better than her, we've seen. So, with that being said, Ronda Rousey has been so dominant with that submission. So I'm just, I'm thinking that I'm just, I got that feeling that Ronda Rousey is probably going to retain going into WrestleMania, and then maybe somewhere at WrestleMania she'll lose the belt. I'm thinking after that point, but I see her going into WrestleMania as the champion. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see what's going to happen this Sunday, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. All right, guys, coming up next, our special guest you've been waiting for, the one and only Paul Heyman will be here next. Coming up next. I can't wait for this. Absolutely. A big fan of Paul 
waving back out. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about Finn Balor. I'm pretty sure that's what he's going to be talking about. Well, that's what we have heard. Anyway, he's next, guys. and gentlemen at this time please give more welcome we're the one and only Paul Heyman Mr. Balor I respectfully submit you sir are nobody's victim and I know that the other contenders in the Fatal Five Way have painted you as the underdog, but Finn Balor, you're no underdog either. I believe in my heart you are the most talented in-ring performer in WWE today. I believe that you believe you're going to take those other contenders to the extreme and I know a little bit something about the word extreme and I also believe that you believe that when it comes to my client you don't look at my client like he's Brock Lesnar six foot three and a half 295 pounds NCAA Division 1 Heavyweight Champion UFC Heavyweight Champion WWE Heavyweight Champion Universal Champion No You believe that my client Is the same As the other contenders In the Fatal Five Way at Extreme Rules That if you step into the ring With my client He Just like the others will be Finn Balor's victim. Which is why I came here tonight to look you in the eyes and say to you, Finn Balor, of all the possibilities at Extreme Rules, I look forward and I'm most intrigued to the possibility of Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor for the Universal Championship. On behalf of my client, the Beast, the Conqueror, the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar, good luck in the Fatal Five-Way at Extreme Rules. You know what, Paul? I'm actually glad you're here. I wish 
that Brock Lesnar was here, but he's not. Surprise, surprise. But you know, you being Brock Lesnar's advocate, maybe you can give him a message from me. You tell Brock Lesnar that at Extreme Rules, I will win the Fatal Five-Way match. And I will go on to face Brock Lesnar for the championship that I never lost. And you tell him that I said that Finn Balor will beat Brock Lesnar. What a announcement uh, we just heard here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, wow, I don't know if that was an announcement or an interview between uh, Finn Balor and Paul Heyman. What did you make of all this, Mr. Bob? I have actually no idea what the hell Finn Balor is talking about, but he thinks he's going to be able to beat Brock Lesnar this Sunday. He's got a no gem chance now. Look at the height of this guy. He looks like a little leprechaun. He's a little freaking damn hobbit out there. He's a little freaking damn grasshopper. He, he thinks he really got a chance to get this Sunday against Brock Lesnar. He ain't got a chance at hell. His damn career may be over come this Sunday. Did anybody ever think about that? Nobody's probably not even thinking about that. Everybody's thinking, ha, oh, oh, ha, oh, ha, Finn Balor's going to win this Sunday. Nobody's thinking about that it could possibly be his last match. Because let's be honest here, folks. Let's be honest. Finn Balor has never faced Brock Lesnar in a singles match one-on-one. You can roll back the tape and you do your research. And you'll find, never find that these two guys never locked up. And they're going to lock up this Sunday at the Royal Rumble for the very first time. You know why it's the very first time? It's because Mr. McMahon never did like Finn Balor. He don't believe in Finn Balor as a worthy competitor to freaking Brock Lesnar. And that's exactly the reason why they never did freaking promote Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar. Is because look at the body of freaking Finn Balor. All right? And you look at the body of Brock Lesnar. And you tell me who has the size difference. Who has the strength advantage? Brock Lesnar has the size advantage. Brock Lesnar has the strength advantage. What does Finn Balor possibly got? Nothing. As far as I'm concerned, he ain't got a chance in hell this Sunday. And as far as I'm concerned, Finn Balor, you're going to Suplex City, bitch. Well, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be uh, an incredible match this Sunday. And I, I think, you know, I think Paul Heyman just wanted to show up here tonight and show a little respect, you know, to Finn Balor. But I think, you know, this is way of Paul Heyman playing mind games again, I think, here. So I definitely, you definitely cannot trust Paul Heyman. That is for damn sure. Well, I don't know sure exactly sure what to make of all this. But uh, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. It's definitely going to get interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for another exciting edition of Talking Smack. Uh, don't forget to tune in tomorrow for NXT and NXT UK, 87 Central. We'll have it on for you on the Big O Amp. Look up BossKing77. And on Twitch, look up BossKing7725. And follow me on there. You don't want to miss all the action. What an announcement here, our interview we just heard from Paul Heyman and Finn Bauer.
Hey, John, I'm the Boss King signing off. We'll see you next time. Let's play Paul Heyman's theme song again. That was awesome. <laughs>